0: Hey everyone, thank you for sending in your funny Shalach stories, and please keep them coming. And now, here goes the winner. So, this girl is the type that before any date, she would spend a lot of time davening. Um, Just to give you a time frame for the story, the whole dating experience happened between Rosh Chodesh Nisan, and she got engaged before B'dikas Hamed, so it was very intense. So, it was Maseh Shabbos of Shabbos Sagadol, the parents had met, And it was a very late night, and the next date was scheduled for 11 o'clock Sunday morning. So it's 10 o'clock a.m., and the girl has not made her appearance. So her mother said, oh, she's probably davening in her room. She loves to daven, especially before each date. I'm not going to disturb her. 10.30, haven't seen her yet. So finally at 10.45, her mother goes upstairs, and she's sleeping. The date's in 15 minutes. like, what are we going to do? So they called the shachan, made up a story. The shachan calls the boy's mother and she said, oh, he left really early because it's very far, so he's in a shul learning. Which shul? We don't know. So they give his cell phone number, but he doesn't answer. He's learning. So her mother and her younger brother literally went driving all over town, checking out different shuls, and luckily her brother knew how he looked because... He peaked when he came to the house with other dates. So, moral of the story is to let younger siblings spy on every sharach. Oh, just kidding. But they cannot find him. Meanwhile, at home, the girl rolls out of bed, and they're like, You're not davening today. Not a word. You can't even take a shower. Just eat breakfast, and that's it. Her hair was all frizzy. She looked like a wreck, but there was no time. So, the guy shows up at 11, and her father met him outside, and is like... Um, there was a technical difficulty, so if you don't mind, we need a little bit more time. Um, could you come back in half an hour? Um, so that's what happened. They had the best date, Frizzy here and all, probably because she was so well rested. And two nights later, they were engaged. Is this the most awesome story or what? Okay, so on to our perm share. Today's piece is from Val Malach Biederman in the Tor Wall Springs booklet on perm. By the way, if any of you want it, just let me know and I'm happy to send it to you. It's amazing, life-changing, and it's really easy reading. So, the Gemara asks, why did Esther invite Haman to the party? And the answer is, so the Jews won't say, we have a sister in the palace. Meaning, at first, they trusted that Esther would help them. When they heard Haman's decree, they said, no problem, Esther will speak to Hachashverosh and annul the decree. But, when Esther invited Haman to her party... They lost trust in her helping them, and instead, they placed their trust in Hashem, and that's when they were saved. That's one of the reasons why Perm is named after the lottery that Haman made, because if you think about it, usually a Yantif is named after the Yeshua, but here, the lottery seems to be the problem when Haman's deciding when to destroy Bnei Israel, but the truth is, that's the moment when we turn to Hashem, because we realize that only He can save us. Like, literally nothing and no one can save us except for Hashem. There's not one human being in this world who can bring about our sharach. It's completely in Hashem's control. I know of girls who literally spend hours every week networking with sharchanim and sharach chats and who knows what. I'm not saying you shouldn't do any eshtados, but I suggest that you devote a bigger chunk of your time talking to Hashem because... That's time well invested. Rav David Orlovsky tells over an awesome story from Rav Mendel Weinbach. A guy falls off a cliff, and he's holding onto a branch, and the branch is slowly breaking. And he says, is there anybody up there? Is there anybody up there? And a voice says, yes, I'm here, and I'm going to save you. But first, you have to show your faith. Let go of the branch. The guy thinks about it and goes, is there anybody else up there? There's nobody else up there. There is no one else but Hashem. He put us into the situation, and He's the only one who could take us out of it. Um, I want to end up with a personal story that I think Mrs. Sanga might remember, because she was one of the people I was venting to when it happened. I don't know about you, but I find that with Shidduchim, either there's like literally nothing doing for ages and ages, or I suddenly get like a whole pile of yeses, one after the next. I don't remember ever having years where my dating was, like, spread out consistently. Just the way it is. So, this past summer, it was one of those seasons where I had a few suggestions in a row, but none of them were working out. And not only that, each one ended, like, really badly, and I just couldn't handle it anymore. So, I remember sitting there, I think it was a Friday, and I literally went through all my contacts and deleted every single Khan's email and phone number, like, totally purged from my phone. I was so done with the whole Shalach system. Anyways, I know this is going to sound insane, but right after that, suddenly, Shalchanim, who up until now had zero suggestions for me, were reaching out to me one after the next with ideas that actually made sense. And it was pretty awkward, because I kept texting like, who is this please? I don't have your number saved. So that was funny. So, I think that from all my years in Tzedachem, this story was the clearest sign to me that when we let go and realize that no one other than Hashem can bring about our Yeshua, we start to see amazing things.